0: So even though this one wasn't super, super below market value, you know, we bought this property in uh, very, very early January. And even now it's already experienced around about, um, I would say somewhere between 20 to 25% of, of organic growth, you know, in terms of how much equity that my client is actually extracting from this house.
1: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Taran Shum and in this episode of Invest Like A Pro presented by Housefinder, we're chatting with founder and buyer's agency director, Simon Liu. He shares the story of his client who gained $50,000 in equity organically in just a few months. Let's find out how you too can experience up to 25% equity gain before the season even changes. Lou proudly explains the success his client has achieved with a house in the north of Brisbane close to the CBD.
0: This particular client was based in Sydney. Um, they, you know, like a lot of my clients, they have, they had that initial goal of uh, wanting to build long-term wealth, uh, and, uh, achieve passive income so they can quit their jobs. That's very, 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 very common theme with a lot of my clients. Um, and when we set out looking at properties, you know, we, we obviously decided, uh, Brisbane was going to be, uh, the best place to achieve, uh, immediate, uh, growth and immediate performance. Uh, with both cash flow and with uh, with with the property, uh, uh, the markets just increasing in value organically as well. Um, when we started targeting areas, obviously we had the budget in mind. Uh, we were looking at a number of options uh, on the ground, but we ascertained uh, that uh, a particular area, uh, on the north side of Brisbane would have been the best place for this, uh, for they, for this particular buyer to, to, to get into um, based on her budget, based on her requirements and so forth. So, you know, after a, a, quite a bit of searching, um, we, you know, we had a couple of options. Uh, we, uh, you know, uh, one, one of the options didn't quite hit the mark in the sense that the house was what needed a lot of work. You know, it was very run down, it, was, it had, uh, I believe, some termite activity as well, so I immediately passed on that one. But then I got access to a property, uh, it, I can even reveal the suburb, in, in a suburb called Bundle, uh on the north side of, uh, of Brisbane. Uh, the property is, uh, um, uh, you know, approximately 18 kilometres to, to Brisbane, so quite close. Uh, really good position, right near the shopping centre, right near Boondle train station um right near several parks and schools as well um and we picked it up it was a uh, a three bedroom two bathroom two garage house uh over 600 square meters so it kind of ticked a lot of those boxes you know just a, a typical sort of uh a, a bathroom uh sorry a, 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 a an investment property the the benefit of this house as well was the owner actually spent quite a bit of money um uh renovating the house so it was new paint uh, new carpets new security screens new blinds uh, smoke alarms it haven't even even had a brand new bathroom a uh, new ensuite that was added new fans new LED fittings you know all that kind of stuff as well so basically it was just buy and rent it was it was a complete no-brainer
1: so why why was the vendor selling this particular property
0: the property was it was already tenanted as well that was another huge bonus. Now, this particular seller was liquidating assets, so he he or she must have been in a position where they maybe over overstepped uh, over committed themselves uh, in other areas in life uh, financially, and they just had to get rid of some assets uh, to I don't know maybe pay off the bank or or get themselves in a position that was a lot less risky. But the property was rented to very 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 long term tenants at four hundred and five dollars a week. Uh, which was below market rent. You know, the the when we did the appraisal at the time it was about four fifty a week uh, was the market rent. So huge difference. Yeah, I mean, I see that a lot. You know, landlords when they have really long term tenants, they 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 uh, they choose not to increase the rent on them uh, because you know if they're looking after the place, if they're paying rent on time every single week, then you know sometimes increasing the rent can work against you as a landlord. Uh, but I would say uh, that that kind of difference is a little bit too much. You know, it's important to stay at market rent, but to increase uh, every single year, obviously, is not going to be uh, not not going to end well for most landlords. So, irrespective of the of the rental, de- uh, you know, the the lower rental amount that the, the client that bought the property was enjoyed cash flow from day one. You know, even at that pri- even at that rent in this current market, it was definitely uh, still cash flow positive. You know based on the fact that interest rates were uh are about around about three percent or less so you know typical house you know good area good cash flow and what we paid for it was i would say around about uh somewhere around eight to ten percent below market value so not huge amount below market value but it was it definitely ticked a lot of the other boxes that we talked about, you know, being rentable, being good property, good location. And this particular area, Boondall, if any of the listeners know, is getting absolutely smashed at the moment. You know, if you just go on realestate.com.au, anything that hits the market is literally selling within hours or, you know, if it even hits the Saturday open, it's gone.
1: Wow. What's so special about this particular area that is actually driving the interest?
0: Being only 18 kilometers from the city, um, you know, it's, it's, it's considered, uh, quite a, uh, uh, just a typical sort of family friendly suburban area, but most importantly, it's quite affordable, you know, so, you know, for a typical house currently, you know, in this current market, you know, you might be looking at around about the, um, the sort of, uh, $600,000 or below mark, um, and, you know, in that price range as well, you're getting a lot, you, you, you get yourself into, like, if you're a first home buyer, you, you have access to a lot of government grants, uh, a lot of first home buyer grants and things like that as well. So, I think that's also an appeal. Um, there's some decent schools in the area as well. So, young families are looking to get themselves into, into, into this market with a long-term, long-term um, uh, 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 aspect, I guess, of, of, of establishing, like, a family home in this area Uh, And you've got access to a lot of things, you know, a lot of shops, big shopping centers, you know, uh, parks and uh, transport options and, uh, you know, reserves and things like that as well. You're you're not too far from the water. So I think there's just a lot of that kind of um, uh, livable appeal in this particular area. So, you know, and that's, that's, that's representing growth that's happening right now. You know, so... Like I said in previous podcasts, you know, a big focus of us are off-market properties, properties we can buy cheaply, properties we can buy below market value. So even though this one wasn't super, super below market value, you know, we bought this property in uh, very, very early January. And even now, it's already experienced around about, um, I would say, somewhere between 20 to 25% of, of organic growth. You know in terms of how much equity that my client is actually extracting from this house you know so when we bought this property i won't tell you the exact figure but it was a, it was in the very low fives uh and when it got um uh when it got revalued uh very recently it's uh, it revalued uh around about the 600k mark again without being specific so you know, it's it, and a lot of that was, you know, obviously we bought a little bit below when we did the comparables, when we bought it, it was probably worth around about the 550 mark uh, and the extra sort of 50 grand on, or 40, 50 grand on top has been organic. So I guess it's it's kind of like a double-edged benefit, you know, not, not a double-edged sword, but a double-edged benefit that we're buying these houses that are inherently good deals on the get-go. Uh, but also being able to enjoy that organic growth. And when we pull that equity out just three or four months down the track, uh, it's 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 usable equity, you know, like 80, 90K equity, 70K equity is definitely enough for you to help you buy the next one and the one after that. And, you know, with the cash flow as well, look, I mean, when we the lease renewal is coming up. So obviously when it comes time for lease renewal, we'll probably bump that back up to market rents. Uh, uh, and that will sort of level out the cash flow a little bit as well. Uh, but you know, I think fifty bucks a week over over a, a four to five month period uh, is not is not a huge sum in terms of being able to buy something that you can pull out. You know, seventy odd grand equity from.
1: Well, I was going to say, how how do you think the tenants might react? Because it's quite a big jump. You know, fifty fifty dollars per week increase. You know, I, I most of the time I've only done ten to twenty.
0: In the process of doing the due diligence for this property, part of our part of what we do is if the property is tenanted, we actually reach out to the tenants and go, look, you know in this situation, uh, it's it's clear that you guys are paying well below market rent, uh, which is fine. You know you've got you, you've been in there for a very long time. Uh, you've got a landlord that has definitely looked after you, but obviously this landlord is letting go of this property now to to us. Now we want to be fair. We don't want to increase your rent you know, above and beyond market but I think what's fair to both, you know, the tenant and the landlord is if, uh, you know, we you started paying rents that was at the market rates.
1: Coming up after the break, Lou expands on the various options landlords have in the current market. It's a
0: factor that I think even like in this particular market, Around the Boondall area, the the vacancy rate and demand for rental properties is so huge as
1: well. He reveals the missteps he sees buyers taking in a sellers' market. And you're hearing about
0: these stories left, right, and centre. You know, people buying a property and then six months later they make a couple of hundred thousand dollars by selling it. You know, and a lot of people get carried away and they go, you know what, I want to I want to make as much as possible.
1: He shares his advice for buyers purchasing a property that needs renovation.
0: You know, when you buy any house, you have to spend money to clean it, to do the yards up. You know, maybe it needs new curtains, maybe it needs, you know, new taps or whatever it is, like all that kind of stuff costs money.
1: And that's next. I'm Taran Sham and you're listening to Property Investory. Have you been looking for months and getting frustrated that each property you've seen since be a lemon? Or are you after distress, off market, high cash flow properties in high growth areas? capital city locations if you answered yes to either of these questions you're not alone for being a loyal listener of the podcast simon Liu is offering a free 1-hour strategy session normally valued at $500 to help put together an actionable property plan to get your free strategy session simply visit housefinder.com.au and fill out the contact form or call simon directly on 0415626342 and quote property Investory. Lua demonstrates how we would deal with raising rents for long-term tenants by using comparable properties while still honoring both the tenant and the landlord.
0: It's very easy to find obviously, you just go to realestate.com.au and see what kind of properties are renting and for how much. So when you kind of present it to that option that we go look okay, you know, we're going to increase your rent to market rent um, but we still want you to stay, you know, we, we we love the fact that you guys are looking after the place as well. I mean, for, from the renter's perspective, from the tenant's perspective, if they don't accept it, um, uh, they're gonna go out, have to go out and find a new place to live in anyway. In which case, they're gonna have to pay market rent anyway if they want the same kind of product. Uh, and also, they're, they're unfamiliar with the property, they, they're gonna obviously have to move, they're going to come across a, a landlords that may not be so, uh, so, you know, maybe after like a long-term tenant, or or, or maybe there might be issues there. Like basically, it's just a lot of risk factors for the tenant themselves. Now, as landlords, we don't need to take advantage of that risk factor for the tenant, but I think it's just fair for everybody if they're paying market rent at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, and that definitely makes sense. I mean, with a tenant, if they're just already comfortable where it is, and they go, okay, by the time I go and move, the cost of actually finding another place, the time and effort, it's too much of a headache. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. Just pay an extra 50 bucks.
0: Yeah, exactly. And look, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a it's it's a factor that I, I think even like in this particular market around the Boondall area, the the vacancy rate and demand for rental properties is so huge as well. Like from a purely a landlord perspective, if you've got a tenant that's refusing to pay market rent, it would not be difficult to replace that tenant. Uh, Except for obviously in 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 periods like December or anything like that or January, but if it's just a normal period of time during a year, like in this current market, it's it would not be difficult to to find a tenant who's willing to pay your market rent, not even above. So so I think it, like from from a investor's perspective or from my client's perspective, it was no risk. A no-risk
1: situation. Excellent, excellent. So, I guess with this particular property withdrawing drawing the equity out and so forth, you know, how it's just moved so quickly and so organically, I mean, this is not a typical example that happens all the time but I'm assuming that um, the client has been extremely happy with this kind of situation. What What do they need to do in order to be able to extract this equity out?
0: Well, that is really a question for the mortgage broker to be completely honest. It comes down to obviously their serviceability. It comes down to, you know, what other debts or assets that they have at the time. I mean, for this particular client, again, without going into too much detail, you know, they, they, they they were already in a position to buy multiple properties in the first place. But obviously having this equity boost is just going to do a couple of things. First thing is to minimize their risk. You know, technically, you know, if they had to sell this house today, they would make a a tidy profit out of it, you know, just from the organic growth that's happened. Um, But I guess more importantly, moving forward, if they were to pull the equity out, they're really just pulling the equity back out to the same um, value as what it's currently at. So they're not over-leveraging or anything like that. Uh, And, you know, for these guys, I think it's just a matter of, you know, having that equity, whether they use it or not sitting there in their offset account. To help them progress to the next house, and having the, enough cash flow as well to to not have to worry about you know the house being negatively geared or impacting their lifestyle or anything like that. So, so I think it's a really good property for these guys to um, to leverage off and to expand their portfolio on. Uh, the fact that the physicalities of the house as well, uh, you know, being newly renovated, a tenanted already, you know, good area, good good sort of aspect, just a good sort sort of brick foundation kind of property um, minimizes a lot of risk to continue borrowing and to continue buying more properties Um, now with that said though i I do need to tell our listeners it's probably it's probably a good idea at the moment to not over leverage to not to not borrow as much as you possibly can you know i think there's a lot of people out there at the moment that are again having a lot of fomo and they're feeling like they want to you know, take advantage of the market or they're missing out, it's growing. And a, I see a lot of people doing 100% loans, you know, even 95% loans. I think I feel is a lot quite quite risky in this current market, especially especially given <clears throat> what's happening as well in the economy. You know, it's, it's really important to have a bit of a buffer. It's really important to just ensure that, uh, you know, you're not over-risking yourself. The cash flow makes sense. Everything makes sense. And if you were in a position where, let's say, in the next six months, you might lose your job, you're not in a position where you're sort of financially struggling, you know, with all this debt and and repayments and things like that as well. And also anticipating for potential uh, interest rate increases. You know, I think it's really important to, to think that, okay, cool, you know, the economy is definitely recovering in Australia, at least. Um you know, that might pave the way for interest rate increases in the near future, not immediately. And if you're holding a property for 5 years or 10 years, then you're probably going to be exposed to high interest rates. So, it's about kind of anticipating what what is likely going to happen in the near future as well.
1: That's really important that you've mentioned that and I think that's a very, very uh, investor savvy um, I guess advice to, to make sure that you, you do have buffers in place because the last thing you want to do is you know you start investing into all this and then you go hard at investing but then you don't have anything to cover for tough times, you know, unchallenging, uncertain times, you know, especially in a pandemic everyone thought that wow, you know, things are just going to go backwards and luckily it didn't, you know, touch wood but that short period there's a lot of uncertainty and some people unfortunately just didn't have any buffer in place and then, you know, tough times came along.
0: Definitely, and I think like you know, it's I I think you know there's an opportunity there. I mean, you're hearing about these stories left, right, and center. You know, people buying a property and then six months later they make a couple hundred thousand dollars by selling it. You know, and a lot of people get carried away and they go, you know what, I want to I want to make as much as possible. But that's the thing about investing is you know in anything really, you know, you never know when the top is, you never know when the bottom is, Uh, and things can change at the drop of a hat. You know, a new government policy being announced. You know, COVID or some other thing taking off again. You know that, and you just don't want to be stuck uh, when whenever something like that happens. So it's really important to again just you know be sensible about it. You know, yes, invest, invest logically. You know, buy properties. Don't don't overextend yourself. Don't don't pay over what a property is worth, uh, and just maintain a bit of a buffer, whether it's cash buffer, whether it's a borrowing buffer. Um, just to ensure that if something were to happen, then you know you've you've got time to make sensible decisions. You don't sort of panic sell, or you don't you don't do anything illogical. If that makes sense, so that's what I'm telling these clients. You know these clients are in a great financial position. They've bought a great property. They've got a lot of equity just sitting there, organically, and the fact that we bought a good deal, um, and they're using that to leverage into the next one. But I, I tell pretty much all my clients this, you know, there's no need to just go absolutely crazy and buy several properties in a, within a month, you know, so so yeah, it's about balance as well.
1: Which is really, really important. I, I, I totally hear you on that side of things and I, I'm just I'm curious then for people who are looking to build a portfolio out like this, using this strategy to draw our equity from all this organic growth how would they be able to sort of leapfrog from one property to another then if they do sort of just take a step back and go, okay, maybe this is not the right time to buy even though the, the market is booming because wouldn't this sort of, it, it sort of be a counter theory then I guess maybe what, what we should be sort of doing then?
0: I mean, there's so many variables, right? The first thing it comes down to is an individual's personal circumstances. You know, so what they're living, you know, how much money they're earning how much debt they already have good debt versus bad debt you know what their goals are uh if their goal is to achieve x amount of passive income within x amount of years then as long as you're moving towards that goal that's 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 progress you know it's it's when i think i think one you know just to be blunt you know it's important not to get super greedy it's important not to get greedy in the first place uh you know as long as you're progressing as long as you're Making money as long as you are investing and doing the right thing. I think that's 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 uh, that's I don't want to say good enough, but that's 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 good already. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily about like getting as much as possible as quickly as possible, because that's where a lot of people people uh, fall out. Um, I mean, for this particular client, they're in a very good cash flow position, a very good income position. You know, this is their, uh, from memory, I think it's only the when I say only, but it's their third property, third investment property. So given their income, given their, given the amount of debt they have, given the amount of cash flow they have across these properties, you know, they're good properties in good areas, rented out, bringing in a lot of cash flow, you know, and their overall LVR or their loan-to-value ratio across their portfolio is quite low. It's not like, you know, 95% or anything like that or 90%. Then, you know, you're more than comfortable to, to to buy another property to add to your portfolio without over over risking yourself you know having a cash buffer as well is super important you know a lot of i see a lot of people with let's say a hundred thousand dollars in savings and they spend ninety five thousand dollars, you know on 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 a property you know leaving them with very little just to deal with some teething issues on that house which all houses have you know when you buy any house you have to spend money to clean it to do the yards up you know, maybe it needs new curtains, maybe it needs, you know, new taps or whatever it is. Like all that kind of stuff costs money. And some people, if you don't even have enough money to do those teething issues, then that's probably a good sign that you should probably take a step back. And just to recoup your funds, save up a bit bit of money, get a bit more equity out before you move on uh, move on to the next one. And sometimes it's a waiting game. I think that's a beauty of, of investing in property as well. It's a very long-term thing and it allows people, if you're patient enough, to make calculated and sensible decisions. You know, it's not something that you have to, uh, uh, you know, be uh, thinking about, you know, all the time. You know, you can kind of just take a step back and let things things grow naturally.
1: Absolutely. Coming back to the property that you just recently helped your client purchase, was there any other potential add value type of things that they could do to that? I mean, even though the, the previous owner already did quite a lot of renovations and threw in quite a lot of things without really... Asking, um, it came with it when they purchased. Was there other potential like development opportunities where they could subdivide subdiv- the land? Because it was quite a big block of size. I think.
0: It was 600 square meters. Look, it's not subdividable. Um, with that said, though, there was one opportunity for the property to add value, and that was a separate, a completely separate two-car garage to the house. Now, this two-car garage was brick. It was all, you know, basically just a separate building, and you could have easily converted that into uh, into an extra living space or a little studio or a little granny flat, um, you know, in the future. So that was uh, that. It wasn't something that my client uh, my client did immediately because the house was already tenanted. Um, but that would have been definitely a um, an, an add value opportunity as well. You know, just something something small, I guess, that you can do do stuff to. Now, it is worth mentioning that Boondal is in the city of Brisbane, Brisbane City Council, uh, which means that if you were to put a granny flat up, you wouldn't be able to rent it out separately. But I will say that there is a massive demand on the grounds uh, for these types of rentals where there's there are two separate living spaces because the trend at the moment is uh, large families or extended families living under the same roof. And there is also another trend where uh, people are working from home, as I'm sure most listeners are aware. Um, And having that separate space, completely separate, where they can set up their own work from home office or, uh, you know, somewhere where they can even have clients uh, come through as well uh, without impacting the main house uh, is is getting more and more desirable. And that represents higher rents as well. So just because we do this, you know, there's these granny flat potentials or there's these sort of separate living area potential where you, you may not necessarily want to rent out separately to separate leases, uh, there is still a big demand for, for, for this type of property.
1: Property investor.